Of, well, tenth official episode of the Nerd Impact podcast because hopefully by now the uh, DC fandom special would have been resolved and uploaded. But um, yeah, today we are both discussing uh, a very, very scary episode of the classics of Goosebumps uh, TV show. So I'm sure anyone in the you know sort of the old older '90s kids would have um, you know been exposed to the show and appreciated the show. But we are actually talking about the very, very first episode, of the very first season of. R.L. Stein's uh, The Goosebump Show. So it was actually very, very successful in terms of the viewership, but um, very scary as well. So <laughs> as it's Halloween, you know, we're very coming up to Halloween, we were going to discuss, I think, one of what is effectively one of Aiden's childhood traumas with this episode. Yep, so, still struggling 20 years later. So uh, we'll just see, see, see what about it exactly, as you can probably see from the image to your right, as to what exactly it is that terrified... Uh, so many children around the world with this episode. So if you want to take it away, Aiden. Yeah, I mean, so Goosebumps for people who are, aren't aware um, was actually a book series originally um, mm -hmm. made famous and written by the uh, brilliant R.L. Stein, um, still with us today. Um, I don't know if he's still writing books or not, but yeah, yeah. he um, wrote a lot of child-friendly, quote-unquote, horror books. Um the series is very famous, uh, very well known. Uh, this is one of the more popular iterations, both on TV and in book. Um, mm -hmm. I actually discovered the books first, but never watched watched or read this until after. So um, I think the first one I read was Say Cheese and Die. Uh, for anyone out oh. there, that's also a fantastic episode. Mm -hmm. um, with Ryan Gosling as a child as well, as an actor then. So, oh, yeah, that's wasn't it? Yeah, he's, he's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse yeah. kid as well. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so they obviously, you know, Fox Kids in the UK picked this up and aired it originally in 1996. So I'm going to say for a fact that I didn't watch it on its air date because I'd have been three. Mm -hmm. And I remember very vividly being traumatized and being a little bit older than that. I was thinking about seven, so I must have caught this on a rerun sometime. Um, but yeah, so, you know, reading the books were pretty cool, but this isn't one I ever read, like I said. And yeah. then I remember watching this episode and we'll get into, you know, the plot and the spoilers and, and why, you know, particularly it was so scary. I mean, the, looking at the damn picture itself is, you know, <laughs> enough for a seven year old still to be terrified. Um, but yeah, so this 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 um, episode traumatized me. I remember screaming after a certain part happened. Um, my parents switched it off and I don't think I watched Goosebumps for a very, very long time. Um, and then it popped up on Netflix not long ago. This episode isn't on there anymore, mm. but obviously impact-wise, this is the episode that stuck with me, stuck with a lot of people. I think it's the most popular one. Um, in America, when it came out, it shipped over 2 million um, VHSs, which is you know quite a big feat for a, for a two-part episode on VHS yeah. only. Um, so yeah, uh, this is a two-parter, but we're going to be talking about it in its entirety because uh, more often than not, they show it back to back or as one episode. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say before getting into it, but um, 
yeah, it's a scary, it's a scary show, and this is definitely, you know, even as adult, like you know, my girlfriend walked in when I was watching this in the kitchen, and she remembered it, and she was like, "This is still scary now," and I was like, "It is fucking <laughs> terrifying still." Like, maybe it's just the, you know, the seven-year-old me's emotions coming through, but yeah. I, I was like a little bit uncomfortable watching this and thinking. I don't know how seven and eight year olds, nine, ten, eleven year olds were watching this, and and this like got away with it. Like this is rated a PG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as we, again we talk about it and we go on, this this has got some horror film elements, and 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 they they hit quite well actually. Yeah, definitely. And so, was there any impact on Goosebumps for you? Is this your first viewing? Is this you know? Uh, for, for me, like I was familiar with with the show. It was not something that I was. You know, I, I was I was very much a, a scaredy cat as a kid, so I, I I'm still not fully over that. So horror films still unnerve me a bit. Like I, 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 I as we'll get into as I as I think this is a good sort of talking point as well about sort of I suppose that unique genre of sort of children's horror in some way. And I think mm. in the 90s you had a lot of uh, a lot of shows that were either deliberately or unintentionally extremely horrifying absolutely and yeah. uh goosebumps of course is in the latter category that they're deliberately it was you know made for kids to be that sort of like stopgap between you know uh like legitimate kind of horror stuff and and um being a child and so that there are elements of more it, it's less you know there's not really any gore or anything like that like this it's as you said it's pg but it's it, I, I i don't know how you describe the the the, the fear of it i think because I, I suppose for me, the, the feeling of like you're watching this from like a child's perspective, if you know what I mean. Like, you you think back to the yeah. time when you're a child and it, and it's sort of that that would scare you as it still does now. But as a child, that would be just petrifying, you know. And I, I think the yeah, go on, sorry. And I was just going to say, as, as you'll elaborate on with, with the nature of the mask and all that sort of thing, it's very yeah. And that creepy. that kind of that tangents on well is that the thing with this episode is. Okay, there's a bit of supernatural towards the end, but mm-hmm. I think what made this so scary, and it, and it is the part I, I will talk about that kind of made me go, nope, I'm done, yeah. is this this could happen in real life, be it less supernaturally, but there's mm-hmm. yeah. there's methods that could happen, and, and it is absolutely terrifying. And, and, you know, I think for a while, I, I was genuinely like, I couldn't wear a Halloween mask. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think we can talk about a bit more afterwards but i think if we get into the kind of overarching plot and then we can mm-hmm. talk about what yeah. we like what we didn't like afterwards so um yeah take it away uh so basically this i god i i hadn't i think one of the i'll, I'll say well sorry i'll get it again I'm, I'm jumping the gun basically this this opens with uh carly beth her name is which uh i i, yeah, I couldn't quite take seriously uh <laughs> on a viewing just all the characters saying carly beth carly beth don't be scared carly yeah. beth it's just it started to great eventually but um very weird double barrel name but anyway uh, carly beth and her friend are you know going pumpkin hunting they're looking for a pumpkin it's just before halloween um and that's sort of how we enter the scene they're at night and they're, they're looking for this pumpkin um and she you know carly beth this the main character she goes down to pick up a pumpkin but suddenly a, a you know hand comes out of the ground and then uh, it basically she gets pranked by two of her you know classmates two boys uh who you know say oh you're such a scaredy cat uh, carly beth you know you're, you're so scared of everything and which is a sentiment her friend you know <laughs> basically confirms she's like yeah but you are scared of everything and so basically carly beth um gets all upset and then uh it cuts to 
you know, her school day, um, which she's pranked again by the boys into eating a really, really disgusting. The worm, man. Really disgusting prank, and like a lot of definitely one of the main themes of this is peer pressure and, and bullying, right? Is that I'm gonna say this right now, and it sounds horrible and potentially maybe controversial, but this sort of bullying of a child is how you end up with a psychopath or a mass murderer. Like I... the sheer amount of abuse she yeah. gets, like. I'm surprised, well, as it goes on, this is kind of them reflecting that, but yeah. this is how, you know, mass murderers can come across. So, yeah, putting worms in people's sandwiches is not cool. No, it's terrible, terrible as well, because all of her classmates, you know, it's that classic sort of scene of the circular ca- the circular pan, oh, and yeah. everyone laughing at her, and they're all, you know, you're such a scaredy cat, Carly Beth, and it's all, you know, she gets constantly you know, berated for being scared of things that are horrible and scary. You know, she's not in the wrong for being scared by these things. And, and no, she's not wrong for being upset for eating a worm. But that's beside the point, is that this is, you know, it's meant to be a sort of horror, horror, uh, a kid's horror episode. But, um, and basically, uh, Halloween is approaching and her mother has made her a duck costume, which is suitably non-scary. And um, basically, Carly Beth decides that she wants to get revenge on the two boys uh, that have been taught... Well, she says herself that they've, you know, endlessly torturing her, which is true. Is the sort of psychological torture of um, being bullied is very much, I think, an unexplored element of of of, of childhood horror, really, um, because it's constant. You spend all day at school, you're constantly exposed to these people, and there's no no escapes sometimes for a lot of children. So, I think that's a you know quite a relatable bit of um, bit of everyday horror in it. But basically, she 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 in her pursuit of um, finding something scary to to you know f- uh, get revenge upon her bullies effectively, is she stumbles into this this mask store, and while the uh, the mask owner's you know the store owner of the store is very very hesitant to even have customers because he's closed, but oh, hello Calvin, um, he he basically uh, go, answers a phone, telephone call, at which point she slips into the back room where she finds this rack of very very disturbing marks as Allah like you know can, t- as two hours. Can I just interrupt? Yeah. I don't know why he would turn down business because there was absolutely no one else in there. I, I know he said he was closing soon, but she was like, I've got thirty bucks like yeah. let me buy something and he's like, No. I'm like, why are you turning away business? Like you're a bad owner already of this well, shop, but okay. If you listen to his conversation uh, in the background i didn't okay while yeah. while he's while he's on the phone he says at one point I don't care about customers. I don't care so like uh, okay. it, it is obvious it's obvious it's just you know a front but why would you bother making your your secret supernatural mask making a front a store if you didn't want a people business, coming in yeah. you know it's it's a little bit a little bit funny but um sorry this just got a, ca- a cameo by calvin he's just gonna sit here while we uh while we discuss a horror he got scared episode. of the episode too. yeah he did he did he got scared he needed some reassurance but yeah and so basically she she gets she chooses this terrifying mask that you can see to our well, top she kind of steals it doesn't she she does yeah. money at him as he goes yeah and then she runs outside and immediately stops at which point she, she turns around to realize you know oh I, I should probably take this back and he just he just stands at the door and flips the sign closed and sort of just leaves her with it the 30 dollars i mean enough. i don't blame yeah. him it was too much trouble i mean he was he was framed to be creepy anyway he had the kind of like you know this disfiguration yeah. and stuff but which was you know it, it, it's 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 that's already creepy enough when you're a kid, I suppose. But yeah, and so basically, as as she goes on, um, you know, she she starts to effectively, how would you say, sort of merge with the mask as she becomes more and more 
Violet. Another point that's quite um, crucial is um, she obviously doesn't go as the duck, but her mom makes her a mask of herself. Yes, sorry, um, I did skip and that. And she bit. puts that mask. Yeah, she puts that mask on a on a pole, so mm. it looks like she's kind of holding the old head of herself. Yeah. Um, that becomes quite crucial later on. But yes, as Nathaniel was saying, she then becomes more violent and creepy. Um, and kind of basically like that weird, that creepy ass voice as well. I was like, hey, hey, hey. I, 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 was 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 I, I was that it was her? Yeah, that is incredible. She does. She a won fan... an award. She did win really? an award, by the way. I think yeah, she deserves. She, I was I was thinking that when I was watching it, like the quality of her acting is for 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 a kids' TV show is so good. Catherine Long, yeah, she um, obtained a Gemini Award uh, nomination. Sorry, she didn't win it, okay, but she won. Um, yeah got a nomination for best performance in a child or youth program so and and aptly so because she's yeah. fucking terrifying well her her, her role is kind of she she does really capture you know without the mask she does capture the sort of torment mm. and this, you really 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 feel bad for the poor girl but then as, as she becomes more uh, you know attached to the mask she's she's scary <laughs> she's really unsettling I, I don't know what you'd sort of phrase you know describe the voice as it's sort of like a, a, a cackling green goblin like a witch isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It just like she has this constant cackle and she, she's just <laughs> and, the, and the eye movement as well i don't know if obviously it's intentional I and mean, obviously mm-hmm. she's an actor so it could have been but she, she was very expressive in her eyes and and, it, and again it, it added to that you know she was losing her morality and becoming more of the mask as as she went yeah, um, which I thought again, you know, for a, a children's book, children's TV show, like there was some really like quite good story beats, and you know, obviously because it was very well written in the book, but of course, you know, the yeah. mask. The more the more time she spends in the mask, the more sadistic she becomes, and less caring of others. And like at one point, she like threatens two children, saying she's gonna like yeah. haunt them in their dreams, and the mom's like, I want to call the police. <laughs> and she like throws the sweets back at the house and like yeah. obviously her friends like, this isn't you, this isn't you. And obviously that's a bit of frame of reference to, you know, she's not that person. But mm-hmm. yeah, um so before we find out the kind of scary twisty bit, it, she finds the two lads in the um graveyard, doesn't she, who were bullying her? She does, um, yes. Then they're passing around trying to scare each other, and and she um she finds them and spooks them. But I think the spookiest bit for me was the face of her Carly Beth on the pole starts speaking, being like, "Help me!" I know, help me. I know. I I, I I sorry, I just get Calvin out of the way. But my sorry. God, it just terrifying. Like I I I understand that the kids can be you know scared of the, every little thing is sort of Carly Beth's just framed as that she's you know scaredy cat but mm. how would you not be scared of that as a, like as a kid like yeah. well, I couldn't know any kid that would be like yeah that doesn't bother me that that you know because there's there's well, always a kid the at school well yeah of course but I, I I think just in terms of from a viewer perspective as the audience mm. right like you know there would always have be a kid at school that would be like oh yeah I'd seen this horror movie and it didn't scare me and all that sort of thing which is always yeah. a lie it was always a lie but um, I just I thought that was, you know it's that creepy. Well, I'm coming on. Moment. I'm on camera right now saying this episode as a child scared me. This episode, watching it last night, 20 years later, still was quite haunting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a massive horror fan now, but yeah, and I didn't talk about it in the beginning, but the theme tune to this TV show is 
it's so good it's yeah. so spooky mm-hmm. it, it just hits all the right beats it has like a creepy piano yeah amazing um and again i'll talk about it now the music in this you know this was some high-end like audio to this to this yeah. um, episode like the, the the horror music in it was really good like it kind mm-hmm. of reminded me a little bit of john carpenter's halloween like it, it was really aptly placed and it was spooky and they didn't overuse it they didn't you know make it in your face boom boom every time something yeah. happened it was just yeah it's subtle subtle but mm. the whole thing it was so good um but yeah as as you were saying um so she gets home after realizing that you know she's acting out of herself um, and she goes to take the mask off. And she's like, oh, it's hurting me. It's hurting me. And her friend, her friend goes to take it off. And she's like, there's no like exit yeah, point. There's no, there's no nowhere scene. to take the mask off. That's what got me. That's that's when I quit the show as a seven-year-old. That, oh. that thought that something is stuck on your head and is merging to your body threw me out. It did me over. I was gone. And And even last night, I was talking to my girlfriend. And she was like, that's terrifying. Like that's imagine a, seeing that in a mirror. Like yeah. that's that is pure horror. That's that's legitimate body horror, right? Like that's that's yeah. something something merging with you, like especially on your face. I feel like there's some David Cronenberg kind yeah. of yeah, allude there. I feel, yeah. I feel like there's there's, a, there's like a homage to him there, but yeah, that that was that's terrifying. And and you know, I think like I said, as a child, you know the mask and it all being scary and mm-hmm. st- getting stuck on you is quite a terrifying thing, but that can still go into, you know, as an adult, like claustrophobia, being stuck in something, having something yeah. you can't get off. You. God. Perfect. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And that's why I think as a child, it, it translates over obviously into a more child friendly version in, in, in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't thinking as a seven year old, Oh, you know, claustrophobia, it symbolizes it. It, it was just me going, that's, fucking terrifying like yeah. she can't get this thing off it's it's taking over her body and her face i mean halloween masks as well are horrible to wear like so many of them stink as silly you know like the plastic and yeah you get you, you get your sweat all in your face and like there have been i remember times when i've been trick-or-treating with like um <laughs> the ghost face killer from scream like one of those yeah. masks on and you just oh, it's, it's not a pleasant experience and so imagine that constantly you know like she she's it's not it's not comfortable you know like no. she's, i i don't know i i think you're that That's it as well like there's a bit where a friend touches the mask and she's like why does it feel warm like your skin yeah like alluding to what's gonna happen like yeah no that's terrifying that that's that's like if she's if you think about it she's like wearing like a mask of human she's basically just a leather face but she's a, a leather face yeah, yeah. she's just yeah. leather face but a kid and that's like that's that's dark as fuck, you know. <laughs> I don't know how else. I to mean, put I that. know we've said it, but you know, looking at the picture behind us, yeah, that mask is terrifying. Like it, it, it doesn't look exactly like it does on the front cover of the book. Mm-hmm. But this is a far more darker interpretation. And God, I mean, haunted mask. It haunts like it haunted me for a long <laughs> time. I, I, I do remember Goosebumps was literally any time that came on tv would either be switched off or i'd i'd be taken out of the room yeah it, it, yeah. it had really affected me and if we're talking about impact it, it did impact me in a negative way for so long and mm-hmm. i think it's kind of ironic now that i absolutely adore horror films because you know this this is nothing now but i think 
there's still that seven-year-old inside of me that's like, no, this is still pretty spooky. This is still quite messed up. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, do you want to carry on? Sorry. So we get to, you know, it's merged to her body. Oh, yeah. And, and so basically she, she, she you know, panics, of course, and returns to the master. And he, he, I mean, this is where it gets a little bit, Mm. Uh, not as great but he basically goes on to say like oh you need you need some representation of love to sort of reverse the uh it, it's, it's a little bit hammy but you know it is it is still it a becomes kid. almost a fairy tale yeah, yeah 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 but then again it, it is still a, a kid show with the supernatural elements so the, the... i don't know though as well he does say that all the masks in the back including the ones she's wearing are mm-hmm. previous like failed attempts of human faces or something isn't it like they were originally created they were like created as masks for him to wear because he's got a deformity oh but they yes. always start yeah, to yeah, yeah. warp and look yeah. ugly and and hence why he's got a deformity now the mm-hmm. shop owner yeah um because his, his mask is starting to warp so the one she's wearing is like one of the originals you know it was yeah. originally a beautiful mask and it's warped into this terrifying fucking baby looking <laughs> thing <laughs> But yeah, and so so basically, in order to 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 separate herself from the mask, as she does, you need that kind of like symbol of love or whatever, and uh, you know, uh, she basically has to because she sorry at this point she's buried the yes this um what was it a bust replica of, mask yeah yeah, yeah like like a, a sort of like I, I'd say it's like more like a bust though it's like a plaster thing because she puts mm. it on the end of a stick and it's like got her shoulders and all that. But yeah, a, a representation of her that her mom had made, you know, like she said, she, you know, I love you. Like, because even immediately after she sees it, she's like, oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, uh, no. And so she, she buried that as, as, as a sort of, you know, as I guess a symbolic gesture of like burying herself or whatever, if you can read into it. But basically, um, yeah, she has to go and undig the, um, well, what's the word? Exhume, that's Bust. it exhume the bust and um oh. yeah so that there is there is a word for taking a body out of the ground uh exhuming and um yeah and so so while she's chased away by the other masks um she basically has to uh find that symbol of love and once she does she you know separates herself from the mask and is reunited with her with her parents as source of that love you know and at the end you well i don't want, you know, say at the very end if you want to say you know Oh, uh, the, the the twist ending. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, she takes she takes off the the mask, and uh, the owners actually the owners said when she had it on that it could only be taken off once or twice. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It was once or twice, and if she puts it back on again, it will bond for her forever. So that's why she yeah she took it off once. She had one yeah. more time she could take it off, but she needed the power of love. Mm-hmm. She makes me think of the uh, the the um, Frankie Goes Hollywood song, the power of love. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so she takes it off. But obviously, if it ever gets put back on, it will merge. Yeah. Um, so basically, the um, the shock ending as such, because it's not really a twist, is um, her little brother finds it and she's like, no, don't put it on. He's like, no, nah, I won't. It's terrifying. And then you basically have like a panning shot shot of him putting on the mask, and then it finishes. Obviously. Yeah. Which again is quite a spooky ending because you don't know where it goes, but it leaves you up to your imagination. In my head, he he was screwed like that. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's stuck in that mask now. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, 
I, I did read something about a ending that was cut because it was too dark. I mean, I'm going to oh, have really? a look at um, if you've got any any thoughts whilst I look for it. I was I just yeah I, I think one of the points I was going to make um, in terms of just the wider aspect of I guess this new unique bit of children's horror is this for you would be that one thing that you can think of being really, you know, well, one of the many, I assume that was like something, something in your childhood where it's like, that's terrifying. Right. Well, I, I don't know if you ever saw it, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, I've looked it up before, but there there was basically a a Disney channel movie about the boogeyman. And I see if I can get up, get up an image of it. I'll I'll see if I'll replace, um, <laughs> a haunted mask ever so briefly, but it's uh, see for me for for the longest time the thing that scares me in a horror movie is 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 the eyes. So if if there's if there's a monster of some sort or you know um, any anything that has terrifying looking eyes, very very much unsettles. Yes, this is it. don't look under the bed, right? So ah, yes, yes, I do remember. That. Be, I mean. How can you not be terrified? This is this is a kids movie, so th- this is good lord. I, I'm not trying to d- d- detract from us talking about goosebumps, but I just want no, to put, put put into reference that this is the sort of thing that that uh, <laughs> terrified terrified me as 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 a kid. So if I quickly get up an image. I know you won't be able to to, to see this, Aiden, but um. Oh, I can see it. That's terrifying. Can you can you that see that? That was on a kids show. That was that, that was, was a kids show. That was on a kids show. That was a kids film. I swear, I swear, the the nineties were just trying trying to go um somewhere else with it. That, that's that's not even that that's one of the worst. So that that's I'm pretty sure that's the main character you're supposed to root for, but that nope. I just how does that not scar a child that, that's yeah. up there with this bloody haunted mask so yeah. um I, I might have to i might do a bit of looking up afterwards because of the youtube video on this uh mm-hmm. end, band ending but i found a bit of trivia about it and basically the initial filming of the fi- final scene with the twist ending so the brother finding the mask yeah was deemed too scary so i don't know how they'd have made that scarier um, so they reshot it to make it milder, but again, milder. so again, this is why I'd like to look at the YouTube video. Um, yeah. This this um reshoot hasn't been made public as of now. Okay. It might have, and I might look at that YouTube video down the line unless they're just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the the ending was deemed too scary in a in a thing that was already too scary enough, if I'm honest. Um, no, no. So so yeah. Um. Before we go on to our like kind of initial thoughts, I just thought I'd uh, kind of discuss the differences from the book because okay, obviously yeah. as a adaptation, you know, there's some things that are changed or missed out. Um, so I'm just going to read a few off the bat. So in the book, shopkeeper only warns Carly Beth about the mask um, when she asks for it, uh, and the shopkeeper actually sells it to her and even offers her a bag. So obviously in the TV, she basically robs it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Jesus. In the book, she can't change, swap and change her voice as it takes over, as it kind of does in the TV show. It completely changes her voice, so she can't revert back to you know her 
voice when she's like, help, I don't want this on anymore. That doesn't happen in the book. Oh, really? Which is more terrifying, yeah. Um, don't really mind, care about that. Uh, in the book, um, no, that's fine. So, Kylie Beth does not pull the plaster head of herself over the haunted mask and attempt to hide the unloved. Instead, she manages to ward off the unloved faces by showing them the plaster and explaining it's a symbol of love. So in the book, she um, doesn't put it on. She just holds it out. Yeah. Uh, there's 12 unloved masks in the book. So the unloved masks, sorry for people who aren't aware, are the creepy masks that were in mm-hmm. the back of the shop. Sorry. Including just, the... Yeah. No, that's no, fine. Um, I completely forgot that's what they were called. Um, in the book... Okay, that that's not true, but uh, it says here in the book the shopkeeper tells Carly Beth that if she or anyone else puts the mask on again after it's removed, it'll be stuck there forever. That is mentioned in the episode, so I don't know why they put that. So that's a pile of crap. Um, yeah, and, and that was the other thing that we uh, missed out is the boys were bullying her because they actually fancied her, which is classic, you know. Oh uh, yeah, like classic primary school. Yeah, um, yeah. kind of way forward. Um. Okay, and there's a bit more. Tr- oh no, this is just trivia. I just want to make sure. This is also um, R.L. Stein's favourite book and adaptation. Oh right. Um, of his series, and he'd like to see a like a, a movie ad- adaptation in current times. I Hell do. No, I, I, I do. That. <laughs> I do want to say though. I, I did find funny is that it was such a um, <laughs> such a nineties thing to have the like the the creator of whatever sort of publication was you know to have rl stein come in bef- just prior to the show you know the, the episode yeah that's great in, he talks about you know um this story is about uh, this and this and i just got echoes of todd mcfarlane uh coming <laughs> stepping yeah. in to talk about hey i'm todd mcfarlane the creator of spawn are you ready to be terrified yeah. and just <laughs> well you know like, what would you do if you were killed by god and sent back to life you know it's <laughs> just just got echoes of, of, of that kind of thing so i don't know which again is funny because spawn is really not a child friendly thing either. i know i know it's just, it's just for me that that's the first thing that came to my head it's a, it's a very 90s thing i think but um still it's great to great to have like the little honestly intro. though the more we think about it the the 90s really just took everything that was graphic and violent and just tried to make it kid friendly. They yeah, did it with Robocop yeah. as well. Like, they just took everything and went, We'll make a cartoon of it, it's fine. I mean, the Robocop original film, good god, that's even today, that's that, graphic, that's that's extremely, you know, indulgent in its violence. You know, it's it's, it's not. Oh. It's not stylized. Sorry, I'm just reading <laughs> reading more about this. So um, yeah. apparently this book was based on an experience where R.L. Stein's son struggled to take his Halloween mask off, and that's where it all came from. It's pretty, uh, intre- it's pretty interesting that he managed to draw such a terrifying story out of what is a little bit of an yeah. in- inane sort of encounter, I suppose, you know? I, well, Absolutely. Well, if he gets <laughs> this poor son, I guess... <laughs> This is, yeah yeah absolutely um yeah so regarding that um there's not much else regarding trivia or anything interesting um i think it's just about kind of you know our general thoughts overall you know seven-year-old me hated it <laughs> 27 year old me actually enjoyed it and actually think it it, it 
rates quite highly as a, as a as a scary TV episode even now. I think if you're showing this to a child, they'd probably still find it very scary. I think if you're showing this to an adult, they probably wouldn't, you know, turn the TV off and run away. But they'd yeah. definitely go, "This is a bit disturbing. This is a bit odd." No, I think it's. I think maybe from a more adult perspective, uh, I'd hate to be boring about it, but I feel like the the real horrors in the in the the the, the the psychological aspect of that poor girl being bullied yeah. into seeking revenge yeah. rather than, rather than the, 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 maybe in some ways the mask is sort of the subplot rather than the main, you know, driving forces her, you know, seeking this revenge against her bullies who rightfully subjected to a lot of humiliation and, 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 uh, you know, upset. It's, it's, they, they literally do, you know, systematically bully the poor girl you know, putting her. In... And I know they use that cop out of, but we like you, but there's a limit. Of course, yeah, and you know, if you pushed it to the edge. Like you're... scare him in the yeah, scare him in the pumpkin patch. That's fine. But yeah, the first one. A worm but... in a sandwich. That's not cool. Absolutely I wouldn't like not. you ever again if you did that. No, that that's not that's she's, not funny she's either. She's justified. You know? No, it's not. Well, as and, a kid, again, you know, as a kid, you know. Yeah, and be. also I think you've got to remember this is a product of its time. So with like the generic kids all standing around pointing, like being like, <laughs> "Ah, scaredy cat," that was such a tropey thing to have. Yes, um, of course. However, because it was set around Halloween and they're in costumes, uh, there's not a lot really that makes it feel outdated. Mm-hmm. You know, the camera, okay, yeah. the camera work is you know is is a bit shoddy in comparison <laughs> to now, and you know the CG ghost heads and stuff were awful, but yes. As an episode, it, it you know it, it fits in quite well. The costumes aren't too out of place, and you know dungarees which Carly Beth wears are back in, so it's more just the CG parts I'd say are a bit where the, the, this, a bit they struggle to hold up. Yeah. So again, if they did do a remake, I think they'd they, Jesus, it'd be terrifying. Um, but like I said previously, the music was fantastic in it. I I really mm-hmm. did. It kept just sinking the whole way through, going, this is really like. John, I, I, honestly, I feel like this episode of Goosebumps had a lot of homages to the slasher flicks. You know, you had the spooky, yeah. well-placed music of Halloween. You had like the essentially Leatherface-esque type <laughs> mask, you know, of human flesh. Yeah, on yeah. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a good episode. Um, it was fun to rewatch it. I've only rewatched it, I think, once since i was seven before last night mm-hmm. so it was nice to watch it again and relive that experience um and, and really sit and think about it um it still spooks me um yeah I, I i'd recommend this to anyone who's a horror fan or to anyone who used to watch goosebumps and just see where it kind of hits you again yeah um, yeah you know I've, I've i had a little look as as we do for our episodes we have a bit of a research like there are articles saying like 20 years later this episode is still scary it's ranked as one of the scariest tv episodes of the 90s probably mm-hmm. still now um and like you said uh, the 90s was fueled with quite graphic and scary <laughs> things i mean i think courage the cowardly dog is one we should come on to eventually oh god that was oh god fuel as well. oh. yeah that that was that was nightmare fuel in, in a more existential sense i think that's that's that was one of the things that permeated the most for me from from courage the cowardly dog was just existential horror and that's yeah that for a kid's show that's like 
that's Again, a heavy concept. Yeah, that's a that's an extremely heavy concept to be dealing with, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know, very, very, very mature for its form. But I think it's always interesting seeing the way that, um, you know, creative and very, very talented writers and 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 you know animators manage to to sort of with with great subtlety but also great nuance to deliver mature themes and stuff you know, and ideas through a, you know, a cartoon and, you know, on a child's platform, you know, cartoon networks, you know, where they, they have sort of content restrictions and stuff, yet somehow managing to get your, your, you know, point across and, 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 you know, to scare kids. I think that shows impressive. when you've got a, a well-written episode or, or, yeah. or just any piece of content, like the haunted mask, you know, like you said, we're picking up different themes as adults, but you know, and that we could be wrong, but that's the beauty of media, books, and TV is the subjective. Yeah. But we all picked out different things, and you know, like you said, it's scarier now to think of the bullying, but also like the claustrophobia of having that mask on you and, and you know, being stuck in something and not being yourself. There's a lot of themes in there, actually. Like yeah, the no, of course. Being, and that was quite nice, actually. The um, not nice, but the shop owner was kind of like, you you should learn your lesson that you are beautiful on the outside and like this this mask is covering up the real you and you should accept who you are. Yeah, Again, yeah. It could be aimed as a child, you know, cliche kind of learn lesson, but I think that's really nice actually. It's very prevalent in our world now where a lot of people have got self esteem issues mm-hmm. um and do mask themselves, obviously not with terrifying green. <laughs> bang looking stuff but the message is still there but yeah it's a good episode it was really nice to actually revisit this i think especially with the you know the two movies that they released over the past couple years the show's kind of either been forgotten about or kind of just been kind of made non-canon and that's kind of where the kids watch but yeah i haven't watched them films but they're not the scary you know nightmare fueled stuff that these tv shows i i I, I, honestly i think there has been a shift away from genuinely scaring kids because well an example i'd make was with the the latest iteration of royal dolls the witches now the the original film of that is nightmare fuel that that's uh, just the (laughs) depiction of the witches all of that is genuinely positively terrifying but the latest one is just a CGI fan fest. And, and, and no offense, I just can't find Anne Hathaway scary. Maybe that's my fault being an adult or whatever, but I just don't think... No, I don't find her scary either. I, I just don't think... Nowadays, you, you don't get this kind of content, I suppose. Is it that We've sort of lost that sort of, you know... I, and, and so, you know maybe it's a grey area, some people would say, but... Not censorship, because, well, yeah, I suppose there is. It's almost like they've become more lenient on some things, but they're too scared to upset parents or influence children in a negative way. But this didn't influence me in a negative way. Okay, yeah, it scared me shitless as a kid, (laughs) but children get scared. If it wasn't a TV show, it could have been anything. Yeah, if anything, I think it's healthy to experience a bit of horror, you know, God, the mental health expert in me even agrees with that. Like, <laughs> you need a bit of horror as long as it's healthy and it's and it gets you. It, it makes you understand what is good and what is bad. Yeah, it, it tempers this, you. Right? I know that you know. Yeah, like I yeah. you know, watching this, 
I wouldn't want to, you know, I remember thinking these kids aren't nice kids. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Then obviously with the mask and, you know, not listening to people and, and the consequences of your actions. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure R.L. Stein actually said that this, this book is a, is a tale of caution about, you know, listening to other people and listening of course. to your inner, yeah. your inner voice about, yeah. you know, being who you are. Yeah. Again, beautiful, really well written, you know, children's book or not. It's an absolute gem. There's a lot of meaning behind it and, and impact wise. Um, I kind of forgot how much it actually had impacted me. And mm-hmm. now I'm looking at it in an adult light. I've found another found appreciation for it. So yeah, great episode. Um, yeah. Got nothing else to it really. Right. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I fully agree that it's, it's a fantastic episode. Uh, for, for don't watch o- in the dark, actually. Don't watch in the dark. <laughs> for, for, for an opening episode of a, of a TV show, it's, it's a pretty brave sort of start to, 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 to be that, yeah. that sort of scary and, and to, you know, have that as your, your, you know, it made its impact, I guess. It sort of, it, it was extremely popular and it did, you know, that, that, that's your fear factor as it would be was probably what uh, helped propel the rest of the series forward to being, you know, a, a staple and a household name. I know the books were very famous, but the TV show itself was quite well known. So I don't know. I, I think it's, it was a great choice and um, I, I, I would recommend it in terms of, it still holds up and it's still definitely scary, you know, for modern audiences because people still experience this. I mean, I know Halloween may not be as, as big of a deal in, in other, you know, countries. So like wearing a mask may not be the same sort of thing, but um, yeah, no, I think for, for sort of, I guess, Western audiences, you know, Halloween and all that trick or treat when you're a kid is a huge part of, of, of your childhood. And so having that sort of twisted and made into this sort of, you know, suitably scary, uh, you know adventure i guess is, is fantastic you know i'm i've been a huge fan of all kinds of um you know like uh, halloween town nightmare before christmas all those kind of uh you know halloween themed you know positive yeah. adventures i suppose rather than you know the more just outright scary horror film sort of things i, I like this sort of balance between that but um i think goosebumps offers that offers that up really well that you still have that positive message at the end you know to love yourself and and to appreciate you for who you are not just from the outside but just overall and you know of course dealing with with peer pressure and bullying and all that but also being scary at the same time and i think you know being able to scare someone and, and deliver a message it's quite a, a you know a powerful one-two punch so yeah i think uh, goosebumps does a fantastic job with it right so i think we're done for this episode folks um mm-hmm. kind of running with the you know october halloween vibes we are um as some viewers are patiently waiting we are hoping to get on to resident evil yep next week yep. Uh, the franchise as long as our uh, special guest can come on mm-hmm. friend of mine um and then we have a halloween episode not long after that that will be released roughly around halloween yep. and that will be um regarding the horror film that is scientifically apparently proven to be the scariest film of all time scientifically scientifically apparently it's it's been rated the scariest movie of all time Uh, we'll talk about that more but yes uh 2012's terrifying sinister is terrifying and so yeah guys uh tune back in and you'll hear some more spooky podcast details I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about uh, Sinister and um, how much it scares us. And um, I think we'll yep. talk about horror movies in, in, in general on that episode as well, because, you know, it's yeah. Halloween. It's, 
it's a great, great, great time to talk about it. It's the time of year, but yeah. Thank you for tuning in, you know, tuning in for this episode about Goosebumps. Give this episode a watch. It still holds up. And But thank you for joining us. And hopefully next week you can uh, have some more Halloween goodness with a bit of a discussion of uh, some scary games with Resident Evil. But thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you later.